You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's uh, Pastors Live. It's Taco Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. It's a wonderful Tuesday. It's. Um, I hope you're enjoying your Tuesday. Hey guys, are you enjoying your Tuesday? Yeah, I'm having fish tacos tonight. Oh, fish tacos. Ooh, there you go. That's right. making tilapia fish tacos. Uh, da- oh, there you yeah, go. Buddy. All right. So I'm having a great day. Okay, so da- so Dave's enjoying his Tuesday. Shane's enjoying his. He's is off. T- is it time to go home yet? Is, is it, yeah, it's close. Okay, is it fish tacos. Steve, are you enjoying your Tuesday? You're the goat. I am. <laughs> You're the goat. <laughs> oh, and Gary, how about yourself? <sighs> yeah, wow. great. So great, we were great so so we were talking about in twenty in twenty twenty two the most the most overused word was gaslighting. <laughs> You're right. right? And and right. and in twenty twenty three the most overused word was goat. <laughs> now, do and people know that goat means greatest, greatest of, of all, all time. time? Not yeah. goat, goat, <clears throat> like a goat. <laughs> yeah, not that guy. Okay. Yeah, not that, yeah. Speaking no, of goats, you know that the Stoddards are they're they're man they're throwing kids left oh, and right. Yeah. They yeah. are. They yeah, are. Kidding season started. Yep. And it came if a you guys early don't, for them. And, and yeah. by the way, if you don't know throwing kids, that's a that's goats are having goats. That's yes. what that is. That's yeah, we're not kidding about that. Yeah, we're not kidding about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're not kidding. We're not around. throwing children. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're not throwing did you ever children. Wear, did you ever wear kids' tennis shoes? Oh no, those were kids. Never mind. <laughs> yes. Oh hey, what they were, were your the goat. Fa- hey wait, yeah. that there's a question we've never asked before. Growing up, favorite kind of sneaker. Oh, what was boy. your favorite sneaker growing up? Oh. So what uh, was it? In my generation, we didn't have much choice. I mean, it was yeah. it was Converse, Converse All Stars. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom and dad raised four boys. And dad would take us down to the shoe terrier shoe outlet. It was an outlet store. And so there'd be little blemishes or whatever. And that's how mom and dad kept their boys in tennis shoes. But it was all about Converse All-Stars. Everybody wore Converse all The, right. the, the big question was, are you going to get black or white? That was it. And Puma was pretty popular then, too. Yeah. We wore uh, baseball shoes. I was a kid. We baseball never heard shoes, of Puma. Puma. There you go. And Nike. Yep. No, when I was a kid, it was Rawlings cleats. Yeah, Rawlings oh, too. Rawlings was yeah. big back then. Remember, I grew up in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. So Adidas came along, and Nike came much later. Yeah. Uh, Rawlings was the big brand. Rawlings was yeah. the big and Spalding. Brand. Ooh, Spalding. Good man, Steve. Thank wow. You, you were born I'm, in nineteen ninety, right? Right here. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> when were you born? Nineteen ninety. Eight uh, seventy. Ninety. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. So yeah, but but by the time you came along, there was Adidas, there was Nike, there was Puma, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that was later in Mizuna, the eighties, I guess. Mizuno, pardon me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My, yeah. 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 They were good. Yep. But yeah, not when I was a kid, man. It was Converse, and then for cleats, it was Rawlings, and then Spalding. Yeah, Spalding was one. How about you, Gary? What was your favorite tennis shoe? Or well, my my favorite of the most popular were the Air Jordans. They they had just come out. <laughs> you are when, a kid. I, when I was like in junior high. So wow. probably the same with Ty there, but. My my parents refused to buy me a pair of Air Jordans. They were over a hundred bucks, and so my parents were like, "No way, wow, no way." So right. my favorite, well, my not my favorite, but uh, Skechers from Payless Shoe Source. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's those I, were my shoes. Remember, Steve, I've got a pair of Skechers right now. I'll tell you what. Yeah. The most comfortable shoe, and here's what. Here's why I, I've never owned a pair of Skechers. I bought a pair. Because of Clayton Kershaw, uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw. 
Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, he made they made sneak, uh, cleats for him. Right. Yeah. The the oh, people I wish that, I could get a pair of those. The people that were making his cleats, there was some political stuff going back and forth, and a trainer for the Dodgers asked Kershaw, said, uh, "What about Skechers?" And he says, "Well, they don't they don't make cleats." And he goes, "I know them. Let me let me make a phone call." And lo and behold, Skechers came out. They, you know how they do for professional pitchers. I mean, mm-hmm. they do the whole thing with their feet and measure their feet and the shape and all this other stuff, <clears throat> the width and the breadth and the height and the depth. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> uh, they said, what's your cleat pattern? What's your favorite cleat pattern? He says, well, I have two. And so he showed him, showed Skechers his favorite cleat pattern, and they made cleats just for Kershaw. And he, he said in an interview – uh, most comfortable cleat he's ever worn, and uh, he's trying to get Skechers now. Hey, make cleats! I'll be I'll be the face of Skechers, man. So they're still not doing it yet, but who knows? Maybe I'll next buy year a they'll pair come of out. Are they going to be slip-ons? No, well, I, that I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it could be. Just a lot of Skechers. Right. Let's slip I'll buy them a pair. Out, if they come again. out with them. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd buy get on the mound again. I'd love to get on the mound again. What was your favorite shoe growing tennis shoe growing up there, Pastor uh, Ty? Well, it wasn't a tennis shoe actually. Um, I spent most of my young life either in bare feet or in the plastic uh, beach flip flops you get at Newport Beach uh, to keep your uh, feet from burning on the asphalt. Yeah. That was the, my back then when we were kids. They were like fifty nine cents. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were less than. They were less than a buck. Oh, yeah. And, and if you because they well, they'd also break pretty easy. I mean, that's you, right. That's why you, they were less than a buck. Yeah. Well, if you, <laughs> I'd break them. I'd break them at the beach a lot of times. Sure. I'd I'd end up with two pair because I'd end up with. Uh, I'd end up getting my foot deep in the sand and then pull up, and it would the bottom would pop out. Yeah, my dad had to put it back together. You can only do that so many times with right. those little plastic right. cleats. Uh, not cleats. I'm sorry. Flip, I, <laughs> I was like, I was like right. that, those have been interesting to have cleats on. I'm going to run on the beach better. But yes, Bada-bing. but that was that was interesting. But you know, the greatest of all time. Uh, that's a yeah. That, the goat thing got uh, overused uh, this last year. Um, and you know what? There's always a word every year that gets a little overused, becomes super popular. Um, we'll see what happens in 2024. <laughs> but listen, well, Rev uh, Radio's the goat, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we just burn in the place of the ground today. Good. Oh. Uh, so, by the way, what what is a word that you keep hearing people use that you are like, or a phrase that you're like, okay, we need to finish that. That needs to be done, right? So, pastors live at the Rev.fm. Let us know, listeners. We want to hear from you. What's a word or a phrase that we're like, okay, I'm done hearing it. Everybody's using it. It's got to go. Uh, let us know what your goat is, uh, or what's getting your goat. Sorry, <laughs> oh, that's what I meant oh, to say. What so, word is getting your goat? goat. Yes, that's, what wow. word is getting your goat? Nicely played. Um, yes, thank well you. Well played. Well played. Uh, at at pastors live at the Rev.fm. Also, you can follow along on our readings at watersprings.net with our daily Bible readings. And if you have comments or questions, send them to pastors live at the Rev. FM, and we've got a couple comments that came in. It's uh, so happy new year. Well, happy new year happy to new you. Year. Uh, listening while on these here treacherous, thankful for spell check roads. Uh, Pastors Live has brought a few laughs and much comfort. Thank you all. That's from Harrison from Springdale, Arkansas. <clears throat> so oh, cool. Springdale. Say, Springdale, yeah. Arkansas. Fanta- well, and Harrison, so, you said? Harrison. <clears throat> yes. Nice. Harrison, what did Jesus say in the Garden of Gethsemane to Malchus, the high priest servant? Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that, that joke is the goat. 
Oh, <laughs> so that's <laughs> irregardless. Oh, 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 oh just stop, dude. Okay, that's, like a, that's like a stomach punch. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh. Golly. All right, so I, I, so Caleb the other Caleb and I the other day we were watching this. Caleb sh- is your son. Caleb's my son, and we were watching the show the other day, and of course we were trying to keep it down in the house, so we had the subtitles on, so it didn't have to be really loud, <laughs> you know. And and so, and I'm watching it, and I I didn't realize how many times they started a sentence with regardless. They never used irregardless, but they used regardless in this 28 <sighs> minute. Um, show I think I, I I lost track at twelve. Oh my! Goodness. And I'm like, what? What screenwriter or writer's not catching that they're using this word over and over again? And so somebody uses that word. It was a writer. Uses. I get caught in that. My sons get when I'm writing a script or something. They go, "Hey, that's a phrase you use. Nobody else uses it. <laughs> no, no one else. Dad, no one else talks like that. It's stupid." My, Stop. My so. wife says evidently a lot. And I realized we were talking about it like about a year ago, and I realized isn't it evidentially? Oh, my mother-in-law used to say evidently. Well, evidently this. Well, evidently that. Oh, right, yeah. What ser- what service are you going to on Sunday, honey? Well, evidently I'm going to second service now because this, that, or the other. <laughs> and so it was like <laughs> she says evidently quite a bit. Yeah. Is it evidentially or no, is evidently. it evidently? It's evidently. Yeah. Is it evidently? Oh, okay. evidently. evidentially you'll say it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll own that Shane's one. Shane's not here, so can we say ambulance? We can say ambulance. 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 And Shane says ambulance. Yeah. Yes. I love Shane. Uh, yeah. I, I miss yeah. him. Yeah. He's, Come back, Shane. Yeah. Oh, Come by the way, back, uh, we're halfway Shane. through the program, but Shane's Are not here really? today. But Holy we've got moly. Dave's here today. Hi, guys. Steve's Hi, here today. Gary's I'm here. here. I'm, hey, t- I'm here today. Hey, and Present. The boys. <laughs> present. Yeah, present and accounted for. Uh, and and by the way, we have we have uh, one more thing. Uh, we've got another. We have one more comment that came in. Okay. Uh, and th- this one's important. Uh, so, pastors have talked a bunch about getting cameras in the studio for a vidcast of pos- pa- of pastors. Of okay, spell check of pastors live. Uh, you know, so uh, you know it's hard. You know that I see words. Oh yeah, I don't see things. Yeah, um, I don't see cameras. I see the word camera. Right. So when you stumble over a word like that, my brain hurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess Pard, to out. Pardcast. Yeah, what? Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's so why, uh, uh, why I don't listen to our certain right. politician yes. speeches. Uh, yeah. So pastors lie. <laughs> Yeah, so we are. We're actually working on studio setups now to say, how do we do that? We don't yeah. have enough room in this room. We we looked at camera throws and we looked at some things for in here. It, we, we just don't have the space in this particular studio, so we have to move into another studio space. Yeah. So we're looking at that. Um, and then curious if you guys think that will actually happen. And that's actually yes, because they're actually working on that actively right now, getting yes. together costs and things like that. So evidently uh, it'll happen. Evidentially. No, evidently. Eventually. That, oh, that's the combination. You're thinking eventually. Eventually, eventually. I'm putting the two words. Ultimately. I'm putting two words together. That's the goat, Dave. Camera. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> so uh, there are also, uh, they, there are also uh, talk of Pastors Live hats and shirts. Yeah, you know the the making radio great again hats, <laughs> and now we're all just staring at Gary just with it with a uh, question mark. Oh, you're feeling. Feel I, I was right going to neglect to put that uh, response in uh, the program. Uh, yeah, but you had to put it in there. Okay, I, so we'll just look at you. If yes. we got here's what I want to know from our listeners: if we had Merga hats, M R G A Merga making radio great again, right? 
um, would you purchase those hats? Would you wear them and tell your friends about Pastors Live and the, the Rev FM? I want to know. Yeah. Let us know yeah. at pastorslive at therev.fm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let us know. If there's a good enough response, uh, we'll put Steve in charge of getting those hats made. Right, Steve? Sure. All right. Good. That's Because uh, <laughs> you're yeah. a man of few words. Because apparently right. Right. Gary can't do it. There <laughs> <laughs> you go, Gary. Yep. Wait, well, maybe we should put Carrie in charge of it because Carrie gets everything done. <laughs> yes, true. she does, and she and she gave me a support it's pickle. True. Yes, she did. She gave me an emotional support. If she pickle. can knit that pickle. She can knit these hats. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh yeah, they're going to be knit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be Sylvia. That would be Sylvia. Got to yeah. go to my wife. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, that would be funny. It, you know, emotional uh, emotional support knit caps. Yeah. So just, just put it on. It protects your hat. Protects your head. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. We need to move on here, guys. Evidently, it, it, it's 2024. Oh my goodness. Yes, it is 2024. Hey, we do. Did you finish our reading the question? Huh? Was that all of it? <laughs> it, well, it says our, oh, there's the last part. Are those available yet? Oh, yeah. That would be no. Okay. That would be no. We've established that in our conversation that oh. the making radio great again hats do not exist yet. Uh, yeah. They are. They are. But they are. <laughs> they are not a figment of our imagination. They are designed in our minds. So yeah, the R has got to be the Rev Radio R. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. That'd be cool. Yeah. By the way, just for the record, I and you, I'm a I'm a hat guy. If if that hat is made, I'm wearing that hat. Hundred percent. Awesome. So there's one. Me too. Yeah. There's one. Two. Okay, two. I'll wear it. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how far down that road I want to go yet. <laughs> so it, you, it, it depends on if it fits hat? me well. It depends if it fits me well. Ooh, I, can yeah. we get fitted? Ooh, seven and three-eighths, folks. Seven. If there's somebody out there listening right now and you're like, I'll I'll make that hat for you, and you want to send one to Dave as kind of a, a sampler, a, a proto, whatever, uh, seven, a proto? Se, seven and three-eighths is a Dave head. Okay. okay. All right. That, that's important to know. So, guys, hey, listen, Bible readings, let's get to yes, it today. Yes, let's get to something important, Let's get please. to something important today. Uh, we have some wonderful uh, Bible readings um today well we were singing one of them before the mics went on we were uh but genesis 17 17, baby genesis 17 is important it genesis 17 goes with genesis uh well it goes with genesis all of genesis but uh but genesis 12 is the first promise right yeah it's exactly (laughs) so so the first promise of the um covenant is in genesis 3 and then we see it again in genesis 12 and where where God says I'm going to bless all the nations through you Abraham, and then we see in Genesis 15 we see the covenant uh, made by God, and then in Genesis 17 we see the sign of that covenant. Um, but you do understand that it was before you know it, he believed God in Genesis 15 he believed God it was accounted to him for righteousness right. and then you get to Genesis 17 and now there is a sign of the covenant yep. um and it's an everlasting covenant in the flesh it's a circumcision and in this chapter 12 times God says I will make I will multiply I will make I will make um I will establish I will give I will be um, I will bless her. I will bless her. Speaking of his wife, I will establish, I will make, I will establish. This is God doing the work. And he's saying, Hey, here's what I want. I want you to have this sign in your flesh, uh, of circumcision that says I've made a covenant with you. And we, we often in the new Testament, we often talk about baptism, uh, kind of in the same context is that you, um, you know, God has done all the work. 
And that's really what you see here. God has done all the work, but there's a sign in the flesh because God has done all the work. You're not doing circumcision in this case to to get the promise. No way. You've been given the promise, Abraham, therefore now I want you to respond to that promise. When we talk about baptism, it kind of goes the same way. Uh, baptism is a response to God's work. God has already done the work. Now I'm going to be baptized because God has done the work. So I'm going to respond as a sign. And Paul actually talks about this I, of equating circumcision of uh, of the the spirit um, of the heart in baptism with the circumcision of the flesh of the old covenant, to, the old covenant, to new covenant. And so I really do appreciate that because I think it's really important that we understand. Baptism is something that is not required for salvation. I want to clarify that. I, I, I hold the position you do not need to be baptized to be saved. But I do hold to this position. If you are saved, you should probably highly and strongly consider being mm-hmm. baptized. I think you should be baptized if you're saved. It's an act of obedience. And mm-hmm. I love, uh, there was a, I think it was R.A. Torrey wrote a book, mm-hmm. The Blessing of Obedience, many, yeah. many years ago, yeah. uh, about responding to God and doing those things. So I would hope that you'd respond. Because remember, Abraham responded to the promise that God gave. And so God says to us, hey, I'm giving you eternal life. Would you please respond to this promise of eternal life. And so I think it's super, super important that we make those decisions and those distinctions, Absolutely. right? Because I, I I think people should respond to God. Dave, I was saying, like I think I was like saying last week, would it be great if people just responded to the word? If people just respond to what God says and do it God's <laughs> way, life would be so much easier. And by the way, not only yeah. that, but our communities would be so different. But there it is, you guys, right? So is there circumcision in the, uh, for, the, for the Christian? Of course, there's circumcision of the heart. There's circumcision of the eyes and the ears of the tongue. And that's that's why baptism is so important, right? Because what am I saying when I submit to having another, a fellow knucklehead believer put me under the water and pull me back up? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful of your pastors. I'm just say, saying we're all human beings. There's nothing special about your pastor except that your pastor is a born-again believer under the lordship of Jesus Christ, hopefully. <laughs> it's supposed to be. But when I say, hey, I'm going to have my pastor or the deacons of the church or the elders, whoever it is that does the baptisms in your church, when they baptize you, you are saying, Lord, I am receiving what you've done, and I'm responding as Abraham responded to everything that you did for him, he responded by being circumcised. I'm responding by being baptized, and in so doing, Lord, I'm asking you, circumcise my heart, circumcise my tongue, circumcise my ears. In other words, cut away the flesh, Lord. I don't want to walk in carnality. I don't want to walk in the flesh. I want to walk in the Spirit. So, yeah, you know, we have baptism coming up here. Is it the 26th and the 27th, Pastor Tech? Yes, the end of the week of prayer and fasting. Right. It's Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So we have the the week of prayer and fasting coming up here at Water Springs uh, on the 22nd through the 28th, I believe it is. And then um, at the end of that week, uh, at the Saturday evening service and the Sunday morning services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., uh, we'll be having believers baptism, and I just, I, when you know, one of the reasons you know it's really important is because if you're sitting there right now saying, I don't know if I want to be baptized, I don't know if I want to get all wet. There you go, it it rakes against your flesh, it cuts your flesh so deeply. You, you should do it. That's what circumcision is. I mean, it's it's that cutting away 
of the flesh, the, the excess flesh, cutting away the carnality uh, spiritually. And, and uh, it's, it's just really important. So if you go to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church, wherever you live, if, if you, you're not close enough to attend Water Springs or a good Bible-believing church in our valley, wherever you live, like uh, Arkansas, for instance, where that one question came from, you should be attending a local Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. And if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you should be baptized. There you go. I, yeah, I think you should. I mean, do you have to be? Not, no. to be? not to be saved. Not to be saved. No. But I think out of to obedience, be obedient. I mm-hmm. think we should. Yeah. I think that's something we should do. Um, listen, guys, we're running out of time. Uh, and so, listen, you're loved, your family, and uh, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll have something going on tomorrow, too. Absolutely. So, ho- ho- hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop. 